Hello, it's Sharla from Alamo, California. Hello, and it's Heather from Chicago, Illinois. And it's Danielle from Oakland, California. And welcome to Shut the Fuck Up. We are not done talking yet. Yet another pandemic edition. And I have to tell you, we, you might remember Heather Atherton that we had on, gosh, a while ago, like last spring. Uh, what, are, what, what season are we in? I, I think I, it was in January. No, was it last year? I was in Tucson. It would have been November, December area. Right. Okay. okay. So a few December. months ago. Yeah. And um, anyway, and Heather's very funny and charming. And she read her amazing piece about her placenta, which I don't think I'll ever forget. I kind of told a few people about it. I guess she wrote this amazing thing. And then I see, I see Heather a little bit on Facebook. And when she shaved her head, I go, man, we have to call Heather back and have her on the show so we can talk about, you know, what that's about. So, yeah. Cause quarantine, what, what's that about? Right. Well, I, okay. It's about a few different things. So all through my twenties, I shaved my head all the time because I lived in a house with no running water and no electricity. And it was, you know, just easier to maintain. And then any like chaotic points in my life, I always end up shaving my head. It just like is something <laughs> I feel the need to do to kind of get control over my head and it lightens me. So all week long in quarantine, I've been like, oh, I really want to shave my head. I want to do it. <laughs> and I was talking to my friend on the phone the day I did it. And I said, Kaz, I really want to shave my head. And she was like, put me on video. Let's do it. I'll watch you. <laughs> so we had a little impromptu head shaving party. And I love it. I just, oh, it feels so, it's fun to pet. And, yeah. you know, easier to take care of. It's adorable. It looks, you. you know, you can still see that it's your ginger-colored hair. Yes, yes. And you have a nice-shaped head. I think that's really important. <gasps> Thanks. My mom did really well making my head. Yeah. But, you know, the timing was not great because as soon as I was, like, shaving my head, and then I noticed I have this big hit right in the middle of my bindi wrinkle on my forehead and i was like well hello zit it's gonna be you and i in quarantine <laughs> and heather head. we can't see your zit because <laughs> we're on zoom and no one else can see your zit unless you is does your boyfriend live with you um he's he's my husband my oh your husband cake. i'm so sorry that's okay he was my boyfriend first um he does live with me he is currently out walking the dog that's a, there's a whole lot of dog walking going on during the pandemic. The dogs are going to be so exercised and healthy. Yeah, they're, they're going to be tired out. I actually saw somebody complaining online that they had walked by somebody and the guy was running with his dog and the dog looked exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> they were complaining that the dog was getting worn out. And I also saw on TV that in Italy, people are taking the, like they're trading the same dog around. So this woman was complaining that the same dog was getting walked by like 10 different people. It's <laughs> oh, <laughs> an excuse to get out of the house. Yeah. Well, it's a fun one, you know. 
Yeah. But I'm a, I'm a dog walker, so I am used to walking all the time. And obviously that is not an essential business with our shelter in place order. So I have not been walking my other dogs. So yeah, my dog is reaping the benefits of that. Yeah. So how are you going to manage without your dog walking clients? I don't know. I miss them terribly. Um, so I've just been cleaning everything in my house. I am, I am that person yeah. who's like emptying out closets and cleaning everything. I organized my cookie cutters yesterday whilst cleaning my pantry, cleaned them, organized them. Like my pantry looks better than it ever has. Nice. So does my linen closet, my closet. Yep. That's, that's my go-to because I loved all of your suggestions on your last podcast about things to do in quarantine appreciated it very much. I too am rocking the essential oil in like three different rooms. There's different scents as you want scent scapes as I like uh -huh. to call them. Um, but yeah, I've just been cleaning. I, I loved your recommendation about reading, but I can't right now. Like if I quiet myself down to read, I can't focus. There's too you many. You can't focus. No, yeah, there's so much thoughts. nervous energy. I think nervous energy does make me want to move around and clean. Yeah. yeah, I've been cleaning like my house has never been cleaner, even though I canceled our cleaning crew and um, we're continuing to pay them, mm, at least for now, because, nice. you know, they need the money. But yeah, I'm cleaning like nobody's business. And um, I think it gives you that feeling of control. It's like, well, at least my little part of the world is like completely sanitized. You know, yes. you could like, you could literally eat off my floor some days. Mm -hmm. Or at least the counters for sure. Oh, absolutely. And then I'm finding all these things I didn't know I had. And I also, so I took out all of my sheets and pillowcases and washed them and organized them with like, I labeled the shelves with tape and everything like fitted, flat, pillowcases. And I realized just how many fitted sheets, I have eight fitted sheets, oddly only six flat sheets. And I thought, well, I should get rid of these things. You know, I should Marie Kondo this business and get rid of right. some stuff I don't need. And then the weird thought in my head was, oh my gosh, what if this turns like all crazy apocalypse and I need to trade fitted sheets for food? Like that, you know, maybe, yes. you don't know. So I'm not, I'm not getting rid of stuff because. I am not either. That is so funny. We're hanging on to like containers that I would ordinarily recycle. Honestly, I don't know what I'm doing with them, but I'm not throwing them away. No. And I'm taking all my Ziploc bags that I often rewash, wash and reuse. Mm -hmm. I'm like a maniac about that now. Mm -hmm. I even yeah, found several cans of chicken in my pantry because my, my dear senior dog that passed away a year and a half ago had to eat just canned chicken there at the end. It was the only thing that she would eat. So I found all these cans and I was like, yes, all right, protein in a can. They expired like two and a half years ago. Did I get rid of them? No. Because I was not. like, well, it might get bad enough that I'm like, hmm, let's check out this chicken from March of 2017. It huh? might be pretty tasty later. <laughs> it might. You know, that reminds me of my husband. He used to have a crazy friend who would go um, camping 
and hiking, like backpacking, and they would mm -hmm. always go backpack and they would like eat all their food the first night and then they would be hungry the rest of the trip. <laughs> so this one guy started bringing a can of dog food and it was like, if things get desperate, you know, we will have this to eat. That was his, that was his self-discipline. That's pretty desperate emergency dog food. But yeah. you know, I have two cans of that too. And I thought the same thing. So. Just keep it, just keep it Heather. Yeah. But I was going to tell both of you, as you discussed the cleanliness of your house, how mine is a complete sty and it's filthy. <laughs> Today's the two, the two week mark that my cleaner would have come. And of course I asked them not to, and I said, and I paid her. Um, I'm really worried about all the people who don't have Oh, and benefits. And, yeah, yes. very, very concerned. And um, but anyway, I paid her. She thanked me. Um, but it's my so I really need to clean this house, but I can't because I'm too busy. So I had I got up like kind of late. I had yoga at eight thirty, and I've either been on the phone helping someone with Zoom, yep, or on the phone helping someone with Zoom. Or now talking to you, and I did make my insane run for vegetables, which may not have been worth it because I'm not really sure. I, I, everything's outside. I think I'll just like get a bucket of stuff and then wash those things outside, mm -hmm. or or not. I'm not really sure. But yeah, so that's where I'm at. I don't even know. I haven't touched a vacuum in a pretty long time. <laughs> so I'm gonna get that out. I hope it has new bags, or I'm effed. Yeah, you are. Oh, Amazon yeah. won't deliver that right now. Save those right. bags. I was I saw online that they are almost as good as an N95 mask. Yeah, at filtering wow. out particles. Yeah, well, I only have dirty, FYI. dirty ones. That's not going to help. Oh. No, I mean, dirt, you know, dirty vacuum bags. Oh. But you know what I can do? Yep. I can take it out and then pull the stuff out by hand and throw it out yes. and then put it back. Oh, I'm so glad we're having this conversation. I wouldn't That's true. That. You can reuse. You know, right. it's weird. I've had some strange things delivered. Like I lost my favorite sun hat a few weeks ago. And so just like on my to-do list, it was like, you know, get another Sunday morning or whatever it's called, sun hat. And I ordered one on Amazon and it like arrived the next day. Wow. I, like, I thought they were, maybe they just weren't priced prioritizing yet i mean now maybe i it, think they are maybe it fits under clothing is clothing being delivered sun protection it has right. the word protection in it you i don't want to know i thought that they were only prioritizing medical and some you know things that we would need for that to stock their factory their 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 distribution yeah. center so if it's already in there they might they bring it to your house that's no, a good point. I did yesterday. I ordered a replacement filter from my pure faucet filter thingy. And I put six rolls of packing tape in my order too. The filter went through as like deliverable this week. The packing tape was like, yeah, it'll be there in May, maybe. So oh, water. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Packing tape. Why are people sold out of packing tape? Well, I think it's just not important enough to be queued oh, I up get for delivery, right? So I instead, oh, I, I just threw it in my Instacart delivery that's coming on Thursday. Yes, yes. yes. it's kind of exciting. My husband got us a spot on 
Friday we're getting some food. But it's almost impossible to get a delivery time and date scheduled now. This oh, yeah. Like, I had to, I had to wake up at 5.30 in the morning just to try to get my order in. And even then, it was six days later is when there was a spot. Because I don't feel... I got back from Santa Fe, uh, what was it, a week ago Saturday. So I've been home for about a week and a half. And I just don't feel like I should be out in public until I've hit that 14 days. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going anywhere. But yeah, it was a 5.30, set my alarm, woke up, placed the order, went back to sleep until 10, because that's my quarantine schedule. You know, my quarantine schedule is stay up really late at night watching bad old stupid TV and mm -hmm. then waking up at like nine, mm -hmm. drinking coffee in bed until 10. <laughs> yeah, it's pathetic. Yeah, I am it's... such a slug. But that's my, my, my natural rhythm is to go to bed at two, wake up at 10, and then I do the same thing. Drink coffee for two hours and then the shower. Like that's at least an hour of my day is prepping, taking, and the aftermath of shower. Yeah, it's become yeah. like an event. Oh yeah, because I'm using like all my different soaps. You know, like you take a shower and you're like, okay, you have your body soap and your shampoo, maybe your face soap if you're a fancy lady. No, no, no. I have upped that ante. I have like my hand soap in there. I've got foot soap. I have various scrubs for face and body. I'm doing it all like showers. I'm sorry, environment, but my showers have been like 45 <laughs> minutes and I'm doing my body scrub beforehand. And after I'm moisturizing everything with five different products because, you know, you I'm have the time. Yeah. I've been doing that on my face. I have all these products for my face that I've been in there for, you know, a long time and I rarely use any. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's now I'm doing the whole the whole routine. Oh, I know. My crow's feet won't even know it hit them. It's like <laughs> we're gonna, we're all gonna look so fabulous in twelve no, years. Except for me, because I can't even take a shower. So you're gonna look <laughs> fabulous, and I'm gonna look like shit because I scheduled, over scheduled myself in this house, doing nothing, <laughs> literally. But I wanted to just switch um, topics just a tiny bit. I had two N95 masks in my closet and I heard a plea for hospitals, you know, your ER people needing them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I was going to hold on to those two because my friend told me to from the East Coast. She's like, you hold on to those fucking masks because you might <laughs> need them. But then Bob goes, hey, don't you have more masks in your Burning Man box? Yeah, I did. So I found more. So Excellent. I gave her five. So the ER nurse at Kaiser Oakland, I gave her five and I kept two for us if there's, you know, more gnarly yeah. shit going on. Yeah. So that's my old story. Uh, yeah. You know, I've got a whole bunch that I collected over the years for wildfire smoke, you know, so I probably wow. have like five or 10 around. And I was trying to organize kind of a collection because I figured there's other people like myself who've got masks or even gloves. Like I have gloves to do mosaics with. So I've got boxes of gloves as well. And they don't want the gloves, Charlotte, because the box is the open. They're not sterile. Yeah, mm. that's what I was thinking. But I also saw last night on the local news that the health, I guess he's like the public health officer for our county, Contra Costa County. He was pleading with people to drop stuff off 
tomorrow, no, what Thursday from 10 to two at like some library, maybe the Pleasant Hill Library. And they specifically wanted um, N595 respirators, masks of any kind, goggles, like protective goggles. Oh, mm -hmm. Maybe like for working at, I think those are like goggles maybe people use in wood shops or something. I mean, not my swim goggles, assuming. But then also oh. unopened boxes of gloves and masks. They, yeah, you're absolutely right. They, it's nothing right. can be open. She can clean these. So of course this box is open. She said, yes. the nurse, she said, oh no, I'm gonna clean it and keep it for myself. And the other ones I'm giving my friends to do the same. So they can't throw them out every day. There yes. aren't enough. Okay, but I have a follow-up question, Danielle, because your, your burner thing is fascinating to me that you go to Burning Man and that's your thing. I don't know a whole lot about it, but why face masks for Burning Man? Also, Charlotte is also a burner. We went oh, together and- What? A former I, burner. 14. 20. Yeah, I guess that's right. You're so um, badass. The dust. answer is dust. Oh, dust. Okay. Yeah. Dust so this thing, this thing that we, the place we go to is a, um, they call it the playa, which sounds like a, you know, it's beach in Spanish. And it is not an actual desert. It is a dried up lake bed. So what's mm. really on the bottom of this former lake on the ground, on the ground is like dried algae and it is very very fine so if you have like whatever any part of your body or clothing if you just touch it you pick up it's like white it's like talcum it's, powder and mm -hmm. it's really alkaline huh. and when it's windy it blows 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 and then it's going to get into your throat so it's it, like into your lungs um so most people if it's very bad out and there's like dust storms you stay in best you can um and i wore a um a bandana here and there when I was out riding my bike doing something, mm -hmm. but that's not going to help really. Right. Yeah. 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 And then that's why people wear goggles at Burning Man. Okay. So because of the dust. And storms. when is that? Is that coming up soon? Is that well, It's right. It's like the week before Labor Day. So I haven't heard. I, I don't it's know. I'd be very surprised if, if they have I, it. I read that because I went on the burner uh, Facebook group to see if anybody mm -hmm. else had masks. Um, I read their letter to the community and they're saying that they really don't think it's going to happen, but we'll mm -hmm. do a wait and see if, you know, somehow the world writes itself by at some mm -hmm. point in the summer. But mm -hmm. from what I'm understanding, same thing with my, I have a retreat to Italy may 24th which oh, is geez. definitely not happening right and also we talked about rescheduling to the fall and i less than 20 percent think that that could happen and right. i could be wrong yeah 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 unfortunately burning man is even though the playa is a gigantic spread out area where you could theoretically stay six feet apart that isn't really why you go to burning man you go there to like hug and kiss strangers and exchange bodily fluids you know what i mean nice. it's i just can't imagine it going on when there's a pandemic going on it right. just wouldn't be it wouldn't make any sense it'd just be a perfect place for people to exchange the virus mm -hmm. could be unbelievable yes so so stupid and, and all the bathrooms they have like 
massive amounts of porta potties and it's not really something that's supposed to be transmitted you know fecally or whatever i suppose it could be but it doesn't matter you know the bathroom breathe in there and someone else comes in it just Mm -hmm. won't work it will not work yeah you can't you can't sanitize burning man it's just you know antithetical to the whole point too like exactly to go there and go stay away from me right no that is exact opposite of what's going on there so Hmm. yeah it's just another thing that we'll probably have to live without this the olympics the olympics postponed and that is absolutely necessary and yet how tragic what if you were an athlete and you'd spend your whole life getting to this moment Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, what about so people getting like married? That. My friend John and Paul yes. are getting married in June. I mean, yeah, my niece is getting married in September. But by then, maybe things will settle down a little. Maybe. But, but, I, but people coming by plane, like I could drive to his wedding in Sonoma. Right. People coming by plane that might, I just, I don't, I don't, I'm really, yeah. that, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yep, I have a wedding I was supposed to go to in June as well. These two fabulous ladies up north that I know are getting hitched. And I just found their invitation today while I was cleaning. And I was like, oh, no, what is going to happen? I know. It's a bummer. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so doom and gloom. I just feel like I spent way too much time gathering information. <laughs> I shouldn't <laughs> have. <laughs> I know. So I suck. Don't talk to me. You should all talk to each other and just be like, hang (laughs) up on that crazy woman. No, it's better to be, uh, let's see, like, yeah, can you strike a balance? Can you be sort of like realistic, but not full of gloom Mm -hmm. and doom? You know, I think it's, it's, I think actually, if it is going to be in as long as I think it's going to be that I'll be holed up here. I'm trying to just take it like almost like a week at a time just kind of plan out what I'm going to do this Mm -hmm. week focus on the basics try not to think actually too far ahead you know I think then that's overwhelming like if you start thinking about all the things that are going to cancel and all the things you can't do and then you think it's going to go on for like 12 weeks or longer and then you're like oh shit that's three months it's too much Absolutely. Yeah. I just do like one day at a time. And I actually find myself, it's easy to distract myself with the aforementioned cleaning and we have some other (laughs) projects and packing and all that going on. But um, I find myself almost worried that I'm too distracted and I have to take these breaks where I let myself be sad for the world and Mm-hmm. you know think about like all these people who are going to struggle financially for a very long time about this and all the people who are having a really hard time mentally who have anxiety mm-hmm. already or depression already and then this is happening and I kind of let myself go there and just wallow in that for a while and then I'm like okay snap out of it time to be in your bubble and do your thing and but I I almost have to remember to be doom and gloom for out of respect for what is going on you know you know I do like my husband has a good friend from college in Florida and she just got diagnosed 
with metastatic breast cancer. And so somehow in the midst of this, she's got to go get chemo, get mastectomy, have radiation. Um, you know, it's just like, oh my God. And, you know, just trying to find somebody who can drive her to her appointments. Mm -hmm. It's just so much worse, so much worse because of the timing of this. Also, I know somebody who is in need of a kidney transplant and I'm like, oh shit, he's never going to get it done now because uh, who would even go to the hospital to do the test to see if they could be a donor? Right. Uh, you know, in the best of times, people would be thinking twice about that. And mm-hmm. um, now it's like, ah, oh, shit. And, uh, you know, will he ever even get a donor? And would they ever even do the surgery? Because like all the medical professionals just getting totally pulled into dealing with coronavirus. So mm-hmm. yeah, just things like that. I feel like ugh, it's really hard to think about those things. It is. And I, but I let myself because I, as a human in society, human. I feel like I need to. And then when I go into it long enough, then I snap out of it and try to think of all the things that I am grateful for. Like, yes, I am so grateful that I'm not going through a medical hardship right now. Or, you know, I have an amazing dude to quarantine with and I'm mm-hmm. just, and I'm grateful for the Wi-Fi. I hope that stays. <laughs> really? I do too. You know, yeah. like if the internet goes down, then okay, never mind. <laughs> I know. I heard over. you mention that in the last podcast and I was like, I'm their sister. I'm thinking that too. So I'm just trying to remain positive and think of all the amazing things that are still going on. Well, there, there are, are, you know, so there are so many good things. And I think... I was talking to my dad about this. He was, he lived through World War II and, you know, he lived on a farm and there were like shortages of everything for years. You couldn't get sugar or butter and they, their tractor broke down and then they had to use a mule team to farm. And I was like, (laughs) we'll get through it. And he said, actually, I think it could be better, you know, we could be better country after it's over, that people mm-hmm. will just be drawn together and yeah. work together. And I right. hope that's true. It's possible. I, Good things can come from this. It's possible. Absolutely. Yeah. And I ended, I was talking to a gentleman on the phone today. We are, we're moving. And so we had made this plan before Corona hit that we were going to list our condo and we're moving and we're making, we're making plans to make this big change and I ended up talking to a realtor today who I had never talked to and we were just chatting on the phone for so long he was awesome and at the end of the conversation he was like well it was just so nice to talk to somebody this was great and I'm like yeah I know I don't have anything to do do you want to just like keep chatting why not and it's just you know like it gives us a little more um time and excitement about talking to people like I was so excited that you wanted me on the podcast I was like oh my god this is like the only thing I get to do this week it is the best yeah you know it's really funny I've noticed when I go out and take walks in my neighborhood which I've done many years but now when I see people we all wave yeah we talk 
same people I've seen before. No idea yeah. who they are, because all of a sudden we're yelling and talking. How you? Yeah, it's really really funny. Well, and we had a Chicago wide sing along. It was, I don't know, a couple of days ago. There was this event put out on Facebook, created by someone in, in who lives in Rogers Park, this neighborhood, and. It was seven o'clock at night and we were all going to sing Bon Jovi, Living on a Prayer. <laughs> and all of a sudden it kind of went viral a little bit. And there was uh -huh. like 20,000 people who said they were going to do it. And Bon Jovi even recorded himself singing it. Like he was like, yeah, this is a great idea. And it was on Good Morning America. Even my mom knew about this. And oh my God, so it was seven o'clock, whatever day that was, Friday or Saturday. And I opened my front window and I didn't hear anyone singing it. But then Chris was like, they're doing it out the back. So I ran out the back and my neighbor's out there singing it. So we just, and I love her already. She's awesome. But we just were singing like a prayer. And now there's all these videos all over Facebook of everybody singing like a prayer. Oh, and it was so, so fun. Cool. It was just a really neat thing to do. Hey, Danielle, tell us about your dance party that oh, you yeah. went to. I went to a dance party kind of by myself because not enough people came. But let me tell you, my friend who lives in France got onto a live call, Facebook call with a DJ named Bob. Super cute, by the way, you guys. So, so hot. And he was playing fantastic music for an hour. And I think he goes on at 3 p.m. European time. Uh-huh. That's like, wait, I'm not, or maybe it's like one, I don't know. I'm not going to his call when I'm asleep. <laughs> so that's not happening. But later, the, the recording's still there. So I pressed it and then I, it goes up on my uh, Facebook feed that I'm in the little party. So some people said like and whatever, but I danced the whole time. I was in my kitchen <laughs> getting exercise and doing dishes and it made me cheer up so much yesterday. So with that said, I finally decided after last week, just taking the whole week off and not teaching my NIA class, I am offering my NIA class via Zoom on Thursday at my regular time, so 10 a.m. Western. And I'm, so Heather, you're invited, Charla's already coming, and I put it on, I put it on Facebook today and a ton of people said they wanna come, um, so that's nice, and I'm, I'm doing it for free. Yeah, that's such a lovely idea. Not yes. doing it for free. And at some point, I don't know if I really care, I can charge for it, but I just want a ton of people to come. Mm -hmm. And this woman in um, Hungary, a Nia teacher, Kinga, she put it on like so many different, you know, avenues of whatever, communication sharing platforms. And then everyone was sharing it. She had more than 100 people at her Facebook Live class. So this is actually marketing for Nia. Yeah. Who knew? Who That's knew? Awesome. <laughs> Maybe this will be the moment that Nia will break through to the mainstream. How about to any stream? Oh, I can't believe I said that. So, hey, you two. It's it's been twenty nine minutes. So let's take a little break. Okay. Okay. We'll take a break. Don't go anywhere. All right, and we're back. So Heather, while we were off on our break, you were telling us about an alternative to toilet paper. Yeah. Please share. Okay. So it was about three years ago. I 
I don't, I was on a kick to like change my bathroom habits for some reason. So I got a squatty potty, which P.S. love, but also I got a bidet one and I got so much flack from people who lived with me who were like, that's weird. What are you doing? And guess who has two thumbs and is using a lot less toilet paper? This girl. Because my bidet oh, wand rocks. Okay, no, wait. Back right up. Okay, yeah. first there was that squat thing. Squatty potty. Yeah. Okay, what is squatty potty? So a squatty potty is essentially like a little stool that fits around your toilet. So you put your feet on it and it raises your knees up and I'm not sure the biological specifics of it, but it's better for your colon. It helps you void more fully and mm -hmm. it's more akin to the appropriate posture. It's like Asia. Asia likes yeah. their squatty potties and they only recently put in Western toilets to amuse Westerners who are like, I'm not using your fucking toilet squatty potty. So they put right. them in. But if you think that I stayed in the cities that only had Western toilets, you are wrong. And I had the squatty potty all over the place. And oh, it yeah. is better for voiding is the problem. Number two. Like, yeah, number yeah. two. I can understand that. I, I just too. visualize it. Yeah, I can see that that could be helpful. But yeah, thank you for reminding awesome. me, Heather, that you can buy those things and go around the toilet. I forgot all about that. Yeah, mine mine has it's like a little wand, so it hangs on the it's a little holder, and you just like screw it right into the water line that goes into your toilet, and you can get ones that attach to your warm water too. I don't have the fancy one; it's cold, and sometimes it's a little alarming. I allow myself one um, one daily wipe after urinating. Cause it's at night, like when I'm in bed and it's that last pee before you go to sleep, I just can't even with the cold water. So that's my like gift to myself is my one. This is reminding bed. me, have you seen the JP Sears, um, uh, new, like one of his newer videos about living in the pandemic. You, do you know who JP Sears is? No, uh, I do not. Okay. Oh, you are extraordinarily so yeah, very, very funny man who makes videos of what he calls ultra spiritual life. And he's completely mocking um, new age stuff and hippies and oh, your chakras and talking with your right long red hair. Long red hair. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. I'm sending you one of his more recent YouTubes and we can put it here on the podcast also is that he... Um, the the toilet paper crisis no one has toilet paper so all the ways that he does it and he goes outside with the garden hose <laughs> watches his butt and then, it's so good that's just one of them it's a five minute video he, always very yes. funny man always yes. i love him so much the first one i ever saw was a few years ago when there was this crazy woman on youtube who had invented as she put it, and she uh, a form of exercise called prancercise. And she would go out and she had this <laughs> leotard on, and then she was like prancing around like a horse. And she was like, Oh, and I invented this. It was so ridiculous. But then
that wand thing. So that bidet wand. (laughs) Let's go back. Okay. Like, is there a website called bidetwand.com or where Um, do you acquire? I acquired it. I believe I bought it just on Amazon and believe you me, I did some bidet shopping around because there's a lot of different options out there there there's the one oh, that like, fixed to your toilet seat and it sprays like you can choose if you're cleaning up after a number one or a number two and then there's the heated ones and the not heated ones and I just got your basic wand because I wanted freedom of movement and um, the one that hooks up to your sink where you can uh-huh. then have warm water that was just too too much like much project involved so I got the one and it's actually really handy because then I can use it to like clean my toilet I water my bathroom plants with it I can rinse anything I need to rinse that could make a mess I just you know it's got quite a length of hose to use because I've got a lot of plants in my bathroom so Uh I can you know water them all convenient yeah, it's super convenient. I Very multifunctional. Yes, um, and now it saves on toilet paper as well. You were just ahead of the curve. You did. You had no <laughs> idea. Yeah, who's laughing now? Listen, right? after this podcast airs, you know there's going to be a run on those things. There so Danielle, Danielle and I, we got to get our orders in today. Yeah, yeah. I'm the one who delivered in like June of 2021. But that's in <laughs> this entire situation in, in the United States and Canada, which I believe is the only, the only countries that went stupid with the toilet paper, I have the least. The least. Because by the time I got to the store, there wasn't any. Mm-hmm. I have about 10 rolls. So I'm going, and I keep saying to Charlotte, I was like, you put some fucking toilet paper in the driveway and I'm going to come pick it up if you don't mind. Or I can just ask my neighbors if they've been hoarding also. But it's just like, right. or, and I can trade for wine and honey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Or fitted gonna, sheets. Fitted sheets. <laughs> I have eight. have a barter economy any moment. Yeah. It's yes. going to be the barter economy. Mm-hmm. I know. And I'm down to five rolls, but... It's taken me like well over a week to go through one roll for the two of us. So mm. that's pretty good. Thank you, Bidet Wand. Thank you, Bidet Wand. Now, and is Bidet Wand, is that a trademark name for the one you have? Or oh. are they all generically called Bidet Wands? I, that is a great question. And I don't I'll know I'll be the Googling answer. that later. Yeah, because I don't, it was so long ago that I bought it. That's just what I've decided to call it. Uh, it kind of makes me think it's like a do-it-yourself expensive toto um you know those japan those japanese ones that have toilets that have all those things built in yes they're the bomb you can i i had one in my hotel in tibet so you think no way like tibet like what a dump no yes the whole rest of the place you got to do the stupid squat but in our hotel at the something it was a french hotel blah 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 we had a bidet i'm like this is something i'd never ever no the actual toto toilet with the heated seat oh yeah and then it washes your fanny and then dries it pretty cool yes yeah fantastic i never encountered doesn't do oh go ahead 
Oh, no, I, I've just never encountered an actual bidet like appliance in my life. I've been in South Korea. I have used the the hole in the floor, you know, yeah, and I right. quite liked it. Yeah, it was like, this is, why are we sitting like a bunch of idiots? But it um, splashes my ankles. How do you not get your yeah. ankles splashed? There, there is that, but I, I have gotten mm. really good at peeing outdoors because when I lived in the middle of nowhere, it was like one of my favorite things to do in the morning was to like drink my coffee, go outside, squat and pee because the nearest neighbors were like two miles away. So I've gotten really good at not splashing my ankles. I think it's about the width of your stance personally. Okay. Okay. So I'm a pretty good wide stancer and I went camping last summer and I I was not really able to get my to get my stance quite wide enough. But then I really you know, I was camping anyway. So when I walked back I would use a little wipe and wash my ankles and I yeah. did not care about my sneakers because we were out there for several days and we were pretty dirty. Um, well, right. I, I always have the problem of I pee into my actual pants, you know, like, okay, you pull yes. your pants down, right? Yes. And they are at your ankles. Right. Don't pull and them then, all the way to your ankles, pull them to your knees and then and squat. Gotcha. Yeah. Or I did have this thing called a pee in style. My daughter got it for me one year for Mother's Day. Oh, yes. Mom. Was and it like a Lady J? Yeah, stand up and pee. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like a dude, and it's awesome. I had one of those, and I took it on a hike, and I used it, and then I had this nasty plastic thing that had pee all over it, and I was like, oh, now what do I do with this? <laughs> so I actually decided I didn't really like my Lady J, even though I'd fantasized about it for years before I bought one. <laughs> Obviously, I needed to take like a Ziploc bag along and yeah. put it in there. Yep. Or use your water, your Nalgene bottle oh, or whatever, yes. and rinse it off. Dry it with your pants. And right. then you know what I like if I'm if I'm out in a, not in a public beach but somewhere private. You pee when you're sw well anyway when you're at a lake or the ocean, you can just pee in there and no one's going to see. Right. But if I was like, you know, right there on the beach and let's say I'm not going in because like Lake Superior is 50 degrees, then you just like wipe your feet off. Just walk down there. Done. Good yep. point. Yeah. This kind of thing ladies have to worry about. Yeah. Men, not so much. Mm -hmm. They can just whip it out. When my no. husband was little, he tried to teach his sister how to pee standing up she was a year younger and he couldn't figure out why she couldn't do it he just thought she was like retarded or something yeah well we used to use that word retarded when i was growing up Sorry. oops i know oops yeah. we don't say that anymore no. No, just that old habit that died hard that's okay we'll we'll remember the right we can we can do that <laughs> Gosh, you too well, my daughter funny. when she was potty training. My daughter decided, okay, so she turned two and on her second birthday, it was time to potty train. So I decided to go, we went to Walmart of all places and found this like 
little potty that fit on top of the big potty and it had glitter and fish in it and all these things and she was super into it and I didn't do the pull-ups I went full-on you know rubber pants over underwear we're doing this and she got really good at peeing on her sparkly potty but she would not poop in the toilet and so she like the way she would go to the bathroom is to go out into the backyard and just drop trout and just you know <laughs> take a deuce right in the backyard and like the dog would be there joining in on the fun and it took her a very long time to actually you know number two in a regular toilet but she would go out back like nobody's business it was awesome wow she's probably a really good camper as a result she's a great camper i mean she lived we lived in a house with no running water or electricity for seven years of her childhood so she like knows how to do all the things she knew how to you know fill and light an oil lamp before she knew how to turn on a light so she was cool she was a pretty solid camper is she Sorry, handy with a story. with a rifle to kill deer i did have a rifle i lost it in the divorce but i had one and you know what else I lost in the divorce? My chainsaw. And that was a cool chainsaw. Oh, no. You, you must have had a terrible lawyer. What happened? I know. I, know. I don't know. Lost my chainsaw and my gun. Oh, well. Well, listen, what's your daughter up to now? Like, what's, what's she doing during this pandemic? So she is in Pennsylvania. She and her fiancé are staying with his parents who live three hours north of them love his parents i've known his mom for 20 plus years um so they are staying up there with them and her school started online yesterday so now she's you know got something to focus on um she is involved in a podcast of her own um it's called farbo co and it's farbo co is the name of a game store that her and her fiance go to all the time so they do this um gaming podcast about like D and and um lrp games tabletop games and stuff so um that's been their jam for a while i don't know if they're doing it over zoom quite yet but she's been um pretty involved in that so they're just kind of holed up in milford pennsylvania uh, with a ton of food and they're well stocked and her fiance's father actually went out and bought like four cartons of cigarettes and he doesn't like nobody there smokes but he mm -hmm. had this idea of like barter society people are gonna want cigarettes and so he went and stocked up on smokes in case they needed to barter very I am with sheets, so i don't know <laughs> i think he might be the smart one there that is smart yeah that is. Well, he's thinking. That's like in prison, right? Cigs. Yes. Exactly. Form of exchange. Right. Okay. But I better start thinking about what I can trade. I have my cat, but, but I don't want to get rid of kitty. <laughs> and I do have a lot of toilet paper, I admit it, but only because my husband was so forward thinking. He was on this like a couple of weeks ago. He's, he could see where things were going. Good yes. Job. So he right. stopped up. Right. And I think we could kind of see where this was going too, Bob and I. But I don't have, I don't have 
Dave, my fucking husband hasn't bought toilet paper in 29 years. Oh, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he did. He said the last time I was away, he bought four rolls at the corner store, but he's not, that's not his role in our marriage. So I, for some reason didn't. And then when I wanted to, it was all gone already. I, because of the hoarders, I did a little too much. Like, okay, you know, how about, how about 24 rolls is enough and you leave some for the other people? Like they were out of control. They were out of control. Oh yeah. For sure. And my husband, bless his face. He's awesome. But He's, he's not on social media. He reads a lot of news. Like he reads the New Yorker. He reads the New York Times. He does a lot of that. But he didn't know about the toilet paper phenomenon. And so I got home from Santa Fe and I was like, how much toilet paper do we have? And he's like, we have six rolls. What are you talking about? I'm like, no, dude, this is like a thing. And then he talked to his friend one night who lives in L.A. And he said to me, honey, did you know, like people are freaking out about toilet paper? And I'm like, but he did he did a really good job setting us up he went grocery shopping before i got home from santa fe and he he did a very good job we had tons of yogurt and and frozen fruit which was like right on the. oh that's great you can make smoothies and just today i was reading you know yogurt helps your immune system you know probiotics blah 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 yeah well done Mm-hmm. My husband's mm. been hoarding kimchi. He loves kimchi. <gasps> oh, Not only has so he been bad. hoarding it, it's so awful. It smells like rotting cabbage. Yes. Because it's rotting cabbage. That's because it, that's what it is. But sure, it do is. you have a second refrigerator in the garage for such nonsense? Yes. And he's actually, he's making his own. There's this, there's this jar full of stuff and it's down in the cabinet below every time i go to get pans it's sitting there because it has to be in a dark cool place or something (laughs) yes i'm like how will you even know when it's ready because (laughs) it reeks like all the time (laughs) so like after one day one week it's always smells really bad awesome but he loves it good for you good for you yeah. It is. And actually, he's been buying this kind that's more fresh. It's a little bit more like slaw um, or sauerkraut. You know, it's it mm-hmm. doesn't smell horrible. It actually smells pretty good. So I eat that. It's kind of like the calm, the entry-level kimchi. <laughs> yeah, that's my stuff. Introductory kimchi. <laughs> Any way that you have kimchi is awfully good for you. So, Charlie, I might throw that into my bargaining. When I need toilet paper and I give you something, I'll be like, hey, can I have a jar of kimchi too? But we'll see how your supply is going. Yeah, we yeah. have to keep, we have to stay abreast of it and keep it, people informed about right. our well, inventory of these things. Soon we'll all have bidet ones. So toilet <laughs> paper won't be that big of a deal anymore. Kimchi I will, though. Totally going to tell my husband about it as soon as we get off of this podcast. He will be all over it. He loves to rig things up. Like the last time we were getting a new cat, he was going to try to train the cat to use the toilet. Because yeah. there's something you can put on top and the cat can get trained to use your right. toilet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's real. No, that's a thing. A lot of cats know how. Know. Right. Yeah. And it's I like do that now. Things. Yeah. Because what if I run out of cat litter? Right. Ew. That's a thought. 
Ooh, and here, okay. and here's another thing that's uh, while we're on the cat topic, one of my cats needs a um, prescription cat food. So I just feed them all it because it's too hard to separate. And I went online to Chewy and they're like, yeah, we're out. Mm-hmm. Chewy, a master. So I called my vet and they're like, yeah, we have two bags. And I was like, well, can you save me one? So I didn't take both of them because I'm not a dick and take both right? of them. I took one. Yeah. So hopefully Chewy will get restocked. But I yeah. go, oh my God, I'm going to buy my cat. So I just better buy more of any food at some mm-hmm. point, which I happen to have in my fire earthquake box. <laughs> Oh, which yes. I've gone into. I'm like, oh, there's hand wipes in here. Oh, there's like all sorts. I found $200 worth of cash in 20s. Oh my yeah, God. You know, ready. I know. You guys, I was ready for that apocalypse. I was yeah, ready, ready for, for the wildfire. Choose your own apocalypse here. I couldn't. You can't change it. I, know. I don't even know about the health thing. I mean, I knew it was possible. But honestly, did anyone see this coming? Like, even oh. if. Wait, no, but in January, Charlotte, did you think it could, it was going to, like, China was going to, was going to come out here? I didn't know. I think I thought eventually the virus would come to the U.S., but in my mind, it wouldn't be that bad. And why did I think that? Because I'm full of shit. Honestly, I have no idea. I mean, if I'd thought about it in a conscious way, I would have thought, oh, we're screwed because Trump's in charge of the response. But I was just, you know, in la la land. I didn't really think it through. No, no, I wasn't accusing you of being clueless. I think most of us were. I think there, there should have been this response of us staying in when Italy started to get gnarly and then we all could have been yes. like, Oh, that's really bad. So then much too late, hopefully not too late. You know, Italy's like, remember, this is what we thought 10 days ago, you know, cause yeah. I had a drink with my friends at the bar. So I think it's coming along for Californians and New York and a few other States, Arizona, clueless, Florida, clueless. Right. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it's, I don't know, like Columbia, Missouri, which is where my sister and my niece and my mother all live just today, maybe no, it's tomorrow. They're starting more of a shelter in place. Like we've got in California. Good. Good. And so obviously Heather's in Missouri. Illinois and that's shelter in place. Yep. But Good. two weeks ago I was in New Mexico and there wasn't any cases. And then suddenly there was like six. And everyone was freaking out. But I was in the middle of a MISA workshop week. We had a journal collaging class going on. So I'm taking, you know, 20 ladies to multiple museums and galleries. And that was the point of the class was to go to all of these things and then create this beautiful journal about where you went. And she was scheduled to be, to have another class March 30th, which we had to cancel. But Two weeks ago, I was running around Santa Fe, like touching everything, everything, including my face, you know, and we were like, oh, this is weird, but there's no cases here. I even went to Meow Wolf. Which oh, yes. Familiar with We've that, right? There. You're supposed yep. to touch everything. And then the very next day, they shut it down. And it, it was a little concerned. That's when I started. That's when it started to like come together. Like, oh, this mm-hmm. is really a thing was mm-hmm. Friday and then I flew home Saturday. By mm. the way, side note to go back to the very beginning of this podcast, another thing that c- 
created this desire to shave my head. I was in the Denver airport in my three-hour layover. I saw this amazingly beautiful woman, super tall, statuesque, on the moving sidewalk right in front of me, shaved head, bright red lipstick, red penciled skirt, dress, high heels, just like living her best life with her shaved <laughs> head. And I was like, oh, she's beautiful. I want to be like her. So just a side note to bring that all around. That was another thing that made me want to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I well, think ladies, it's a great distraction. Yes. Yes. I guess we should call it a podcast, but yeah. you know, we, we might actually, we should, um, you know, we always have you on call, Heather. Yes, you're our go, you're our go-to guest. Yes, love it. You know, and we might have many opportunities. We're kind of hoping to do more podcasts than usual. So right. for me, because I'm too busy. <laughs> Danielle's busy. She's doing <laughs> yoga and <laughs> buying strawberries, but we're in. <laughs> I'll try to make room in my schedule for my podcast. I work walking. Oh my God, so funny. Yeah, great to have you on, Heather. You're always a delight. And we'll um well, thank you. share it with you when we when it's ready and Fabulous. please share with yes. your okay. Thanks for I coming. Will. It's yeah. great to see you. Stay okay, healthy and have you. fun. And yeah. stay healthy. You too. But day ones and shave your heads. Thank you for <laughs> having your me. Hands. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>